0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is believe. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the
1: Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas. And the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am joined by the crew. It's Adrian Hernandez. It's Armani Buckets. It's Brandon Deutsch. Adrian, you're in the studio. KLUC,
0: how are you doing my friend? Hey, we're doing good. We're kind of excited as the NBA world invades Las Vegas here. Their new convention NBA con will be able to get a sneak peek later on today. Plus, I get to go to a, what do they call the the screenings before the movie comes out to see the new Mission Impossible Tom Cruise movie. So an action-packed day lays ahead, but it starts here on the show. So yeah, that that's my hello
2: for today. Hey Adrian, if you if you wanna if you wanna pay for my flight and my ticket to go to <laughs> Binyama to one Binyama tomorrow, let me know. All right. You, you might
0: need to talk to Tom Cruise. Uh maybe <laughs> he can hook that up. Uh the funds won't work out this year, but maybe next year, my friend.
1: <laughs> exactly. Perhaps. We are uh we are here on a Friday, Victor Wimbunyama making his debut tonight at the NBA Summer League. By the way, tickets all sold out. Uh, this is this is definitely very much a Zion-like uh, debut tonight where, um, listen, I, I think everyone's very excited to see Victor Wimbanyama. I think everyone's very excited to see what he can do. And Adrian, if you remember last year, last October when Victor Wembanyama was in Las Vegas and he was playing Scoot Henderson, the buzz around the town for that was tremendous. I saw him walking through park MGM. I never seen anyone that size. I mean, who, who looked like him? He's he's a, you cannot miss him. By the way, you cannot miss Victor Wembanyama when he's walking through the, uh, c- the casino floor or the hotel.
0: No, 100% like look just for the G League Ignite for example. So they play in a new building it, It's been less than a year Basically the game that the G League Ignite had against one Banyama uh, and, and Mets 92 if I believe that's the, the team He was on that was kind of their first big event to open up that that the the arena and yeah. Going to the to the media day and the preview and some of the practices Like the local media here in Las Vegas and then Henderson was there. There was a couple they were not expecting the amount of they basically had to tarp off a section that would have been tickets for the media because of the access of media they had to put them on the floor in the press box over here over there and rightfully rightfully so because the hype's real like and by the way the hype's not only real for one Banyama, to brandon's point because i know he's a brick proponent of him scoot henderson as well like these dudes yeah. Are going to be the future of the league, and it's that same energy. It's that same Zion energy. When he dunks, there's going to be an earthquake like there was back in back with Zion. And you brought up the earthquake uh, on a previous show earlier this week. But yeah, no, it's exciting stuff, and it's it's a very cool thing. Um, that I am very excited for And while you guys talk I'm going to go to StubHub And TixPix mm-hmm. and all these places To see how much a ticket To get into the building Because I believe last I checked Earlier in the week It was over $600 No $600. way So right, I'll check on that no. While you guys talk
2: about this <laughs> It was $200 yesterday
0: To so get to see Wimbenyama
2: tomorrow I mean today it, it, I thought it was yeah. $200 You could check But something I'll add is Of course why does he have to play Brandon Miller instead of Scoot Henderson in his first game. The back-to-back seven-plus fouls guy. I mean, <laughs> perhaps he'll get 10 fouls going against Victor Wembanyama tonight. Who knows?
3: Our running buckets, are you excited? I am very excited. Um, I just I like the whole aspect of seeing all of the first-round picks a few times. Obviously, the Victor stuff. Um, Scoot is going to be electric. How about the Thompson twins? I'm really yeah. excited to see... How they do, um, given the fact that especially with Houston making those big free agent moves like Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, even Jock Landale. I wanna see how uh Amen Thompson looks on day one because if he's ready, it makes it a little bit more awkward in, in Houston, I think, with Fred Van Vliet coming in to play point guard. But I'm I'm fascinated by by the whole weekend, the first week in the summer league. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so it's not only the NBA Summer League, UFC International
1: Fight Week descending upon Las Vegas. Big fight weekend. Not the big superstar fight. And again, no, no knock on the um, headliner, but typically speaking, this was a fight that they would have loved to have gotten. You know, John Jones or you know Conor McGregor or or someone like that. But still. Big weekend here in Las Vegas, and we touched on this on the show yesterday. Tomorrow, on Saturday, the NBA will announce specifics, although of course it got leaked out, Woj Bomb, um, okay. the specific of the in-season tournament. And to Adrian's point, this is, this once again serves his point, Las Vegas becoming the uh, sports Capital of the world. Of course, the championship game is here in Las Vegas. And if I can paint this picture for you guys, first week of December. And Brandon will appreciate this as a fellow Trojan. Yeah, the Pac-12 football championship game. Hopefully, Caleb Williams and USC will, will be there. The next day, Bronnie James in USC basketball will be at T-Mobile playing Gonzaga and a couple of days after that we'll see if LeBron James and the Lakers are playing in this uh the in-season tournament so again on on Saturday we're gonna find out the specifics um who's gonna be playing like you know like how they choose the teams and we're gonna look at this trophy um we touched on this yesterday if you're the Lakers you win this thing. I think Laker fans would embrace any trophy that they got, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think that they're going to poop. They better. Poop. But to Brandon's point, and I don't think he's wrong. Like, I don't think they're hanging up a a in season tournament banner. I don't think they're proudly displaying this tournament along with the, the the other championships that they've won. Brandon, I'll let you chime in in a bit. But but Armani buckets in season tournament. Not only is it going to happen, but tomorrow the league
3: is going to give us specifics and we're finally gonna see what the trophy looks like. I'm not a fan. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to this sport, but I will say I was not a fan of the playing tournament and I love the playing tournament. So there's always room to to see how it goes and I just hope that there is still um some leeway if let's say five years down the line We don't like it. I hope we're able to have that discussion in the future because it seems like Adam Silver is really adamant about making this a permanent fixture in the league. How do we weigh a real season championship compared to an in-season tournament? I don't know. It just skews how I guess we view history. But I'm excited for the first one. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm just going in saying that I'm not really optimistic about Guys competing for prize money and stuff like that, but let's go and open-minded
0: But what what type of stipulation because Brandon talked about it It was basically like what type of prize outside of the money because that doesn't go into any of ours or the fans is Is pocketbooks? What type of thing would get you intrigued? Are we talking? you are now – if if this tournament is, is skewed for the lower end of the, the league, the bottom half, if it's, hey, you're guaranteed the top eight, you're guaranteed the play-in regardless, like, what what would get you energized to be like, oh, there's stakes involved now? I love me, the question. Let me, let me put this in there, and I, I think there would be a lot of pushback
1: in there, but Brandon remembers this. The Major League Baseball All-Star game, nobody cared. Yeah. They put home field advantage. Now, they no longer do that. However – However, if you say the in season tournament champion, you get this trophy, you get all this. Plus, depending on how far you go, you will get home court advantage. That is your that is your trophy, you know, like outside of the the actual physical trophy that they get, your trophy for as long as you're in the postseason, you have home court advantage. What you guys Oh, as that.
3: long as as long as you're in the postseason, not just the yeah. first round. Well, that's because a, listen, if they get knocked out,
1: they get knocked out. But as the in-season tournament champions, their prize outside of the trophy is home court advantage for as long as they are in the postseason.
3: So now we're talking. Now okay. I'm intrigued <laughs> because that's a real that's a real, yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. If yeah. you said first round, but to answer um the earlier question I would say that I don't think there's any real way to get I mean I'm gonna watch basketball regardless right it's not gonna change how how I consume the sport but if I'm a casual fan the in-season tournament's not really gonna do it for me I don't think and the other thing that kind of scares me because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan teams like the Bulls that are in the middle, mediocre. Their ownership will justify them staying mediocre by competing harder in these kinds of events. Events that yeah. in the grand scheme of things, do they really matter? It's, I guess it's up for debate, but I do like the home court advantage idea. I think that that, that shifts my perspective a lot. You think ownership would yeah. be
0: would be complacent, or, or think it's cool that like, hey, we were runners, we lost in the finals of the the in season tournament. You think that's like a the fundamental Bulls. like
3: end of season like press conference note? For, for certain organizations, like my unfortunately crappy organization, they were celebrating almost beating Miami in the play-in game. So I, I think... They made the finals, though. That's something to hold your head on. if you're not a
0: contender. Like, you got to win your... You got to pick and choose, you know what I'm saying? That's a good... That's a positive thing that at least you lost to the team that made the finals.
3: It's not nothing. I, it is not nothing. I just feel like teams like the Wizards, the Bulls, the uh, maybe even like a Dallas... Portland, they're going to use this as a way to kind of stay in that middle, because at the end of the day, if you're not competing for a championship, which I feel like if you're around 500, you're not. I don't know. What do you think, Arash? Do you you think that it, it breeds mediocrity?
1: I don't think so. I, I think, listen, what Silver has talked about time and time again, and, and I don't know how many of you guys are like big-time soccer fans, there's multiple tournaments going on in soccer. In the English Premier League, you have the FA Cup, which is you know the, the tournament that they have in London and in England. You have the actual Premier League, and you have the Champions League. So you, they have these three tournaments – um i i think that teams will if you give them an incentive brandon your thoughts on my home court advantage if if you win the tournament you get home
2: court throughout the playoffs I, that's a big ripple effect too I mean yeah. you gotta think about this too what happens if you win the in-season tournament and you end up being like a 10 seed and you, then you have home yeah. court advantage you know and stuff like that like you're not that good of a team but you have some extra effort because you're like this is an in-season tournament we're healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis are still hurt Jokic is coming off of an excellent postseason like if that were to obviously it wouldn't be implemented this year but I'm saying for future years I feel like that's a little too much uh, for stakes, in my opinion. Uh, I will say this though, I feel like if you win the in-season tournament, right, uh, you should be guaranteed a play-in spot. I think that would be the incentive that I brought up yesterday, I think that would be important. But do we think a bad team, I think generally
1: speaking, a good team's going to win this tournament unless we. Like, yeah, these are cool. regular season games, so
0: yeah.
1: Well, that's yeah, that's the big know. question.
0: That's in yeah. yeah, brand. Well, that's the big question because we're 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 kind of arguing without having all the information. Meaning, we don't know if this is going to be something geared towards the top teams. I've been under the assumption, and we talked about this yesterday, that this is going to be geared towards the the lottery teams. We'll put it that way because to me. That's that's what makes sense and I and I'll ask mr. Buckets over here a good question because you did bring up your Bulls fan and one of the things that I said yesterday to Brandon was is if I'm a Thunder fan if I'm a Blazers fan uh, Hornets whatever team that that is in this lottery in the top 10 in the draft like Every team has one day where they get excited opening night opening day And then the rest of the season happens and you're like, uh not this year but for two weeks For one week Whatever the format However long this tournament And these semifinals And finals is going to be If your team makes a run For those two weeks At least you have That fan base in that city engaged For two weeks That you wouldn't have had it Because your team stinks And there's no reason To spend that much effort As a Bulls fan Which the team's Been struggling um, And, and of course They made the plan Like does that Proponent of like Oh snap My team's getting uh, Ernie Johnson And the TNT
3: crew Covering that they Wouldn't typically do Like does that get you excited i love okay so it for me chicago is a bigger market so for for the bulls i would hope that they're competing for a championship but i love the point that you made about maybe like a charlotte or you know orlando to get that we were talking about last year how the kings had no national tv games i think or one national tv game leading up to the playoffs so for a team like that to get that kind of exposure i love it I don't want to lump the Bulls into that category because I would hope that Chicago as a bigger market could be competitive for a championship, um, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I do think that that's, that's a residual benefit. Just I already know with, with Jerry Reinsdorf, it's going to lead to, to more uh, <laughs> fake bravado and false confidence heading into the future, but I mean, look at, I don't want to get too off track with the Bulls, but... They make the play in tournament. They run things back. That's just, that's (laughs) the bar is very low. So, hey, 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 hold on, hold on. They almost
2: defeated the Eastern Conference champions. They were literally 30 seconds away. Okay. And the problem is, if if they had have. you never we know, we don't know. And if
0: you win How this in-season tournament, if you win this in-season tournament, maybe you unlock some things. You find out that your team's not afraid of the bright lights and your team makes a run.
2: Some, and then next year, they're a contender. Yeah. And something else we place. need to know? Two things. First thing, Zach Levine, every year he's improving, right? Like he's he's like an offensive superstar now. <laughs> oh, I mean, suck. I know you're laughing, but like he's imp- he like can take over games whenever he wants. I know DeRozan's getting older. Vucevic can't play a lick of defense. But you got Patrick Williams, who's a good defender, can guard the opposing team's best player. You got Kobe White saying, is it enough to win a championship? No, but like, what's the alternative? You already traded all your picks, which turned out to be Franz Wagner and a couple other talented young players to the Magic. I guess the second one would be now, who, who would be the second one? Who'd they pick this year with the 11th overall pick? Oh my Not Anthony God. Black. It would be the other one. We, Who'd they pick at didn't 11? We get
3: the 11th. Oh, you're talking about Orlando, Jet Howard.
2: Okay, so you basically traded Wendell Carter Jr. for and Laurie Markkinen for nothing and then also gave up Franz Wagner and Jet Howard. So now if you rebuild, what's the point? And you would well, be good if Lonzo was healthy. It's just a problem that he's never gonna yeah. be able to play basketball. But again. if we win the
3: in-season tournament, everything is fixed. This yes. is kind of the, the oh, this is the conundrum that we're <laughs> in, is because I look at that and I, I think of it as a Bulls fan as <laughs> not being enough, but I understand where you guys are coming from as you know it's more than nothing so it does it it would get certain fan bases excited for sure I just I'm too, let me I'm too, let me no. change
0: the tone of this Bulls podcast for a second. <laughs> it would make Oklahoma City so excited if oh, yeah. they ended up winning this. So like I, I we'll have to see because at the end they of the might day have like a, said, they might
1: have a parade, Adrian. Like if if like Minnesota look, Minnesota, yeah. Hey remember Minnesota. Re- re- remember when Pat Bev celebrated the play-in victory over the Clippers? Remember like he was on the scores table. It was oh, uh yeah. it was crazy. So listen. For certain teams, this will mean a ton. For certain teams, this will be their championship. This will be their moment. There are certain teams, obviously, that would proudly display that in season tournament championship banner, trophy. Really play it up. Of course, if you're the Lakers, if you're the Bulls, if you're the if you're you know a signature franchise, um, no. But yeah, I think to your guys' point, this could be. A tournament that if you're not that good, that if you're maybe trying to get into that playing tournament, this is your
0: championship. Yeah and just to bring this back um to a team that might be in this tournament if this is lower ended teams the Spurs Webanyama another reason to give him credit um to get in tonight later we are hours away general (coughs) admission to Brandon's point is going around $200 upper deck at Thomas and Mac 400 but once you start getting into the 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 good seats I'm talking the 105s 106s 107s um you got a 105 going on sale right now for 800 uh the most expensive ticket right now, right behind the Spurs bench going for 1,400 plus bucks.
3: Gucci row. Gucci row. Have they given like a um, minutes limit for Victor or have they not said anything about Victor's minutes? Is he playing? He is playing. I
1: I don't think that they've come out publicly unless uh, I'll have to check. I I don't think that they've said, um, you know, He's, he's limited to a certain amount. But the reason, Adrian, as you know this quite well, the reason that they can charge and they should charge that much for these particular games is it will be a who's who court site. And during this first weekend of the tournament, it is really a who's who. This will be our first time, and I totally expect to see him at some point because he is, Adrian, and he is going to be Mr. Las Vegas. He has said specifically LeBron James has said, I want to own the Las Vegas NBA team. I don't just want to own some NBA team. I want to own Vegas' team. So we are going to see LeBron courtside at some point. We are going to see him uh, catch up with some of his new teammates for the first time. Again, this happens every year. So if you are trying to save up for a game, well, shoot, like, I would definitely save up to be, to be as close as I possibly can to those courtside seats because you're going to see LeBron there. there. You're going to see, uh, you know, D- Dwayne Wade and Anthony Davis saying uh, just a, a who's who. So it's going to be a, a fun time.
2: Steve um, yeah. Like, <laughs> Art, the legend. What about Norm? Is Norm coming? No Zach Lowe, Lowe just walking around. Zach Lowe might be just walking
1: around. Yeah, it's, listen, it's going to be a fun time. But I'll tell you, who will be there? I'll be there, and Adrian Hernandez will be there, and uh, Mark Mark Medina, Mark Medina, the Sporting Tribune is making the uh Oh, trip I, out I need here, to talk so. to him. I do need to so, talk to yeah. him. I need to talk yeah. to
0: Brandon. You guys represent okay. this this Lakers propaganda. We we'll, get well, well yeah. Okay, about. Yeah, okay. So
1: this. listen, when we come back, we will. When we come back, we will talk about the Lakers propaganda, as you say. we have so much to get into when we come back right here on the mightier 1090s of the california the bet in las vegas and the hawaii sports radio network
0: we'll be right
2: back with the arash
0: markazi show on the mightier 1090 espn radio This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.
1: Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am joined by... The crew, it's Adrian Hernandez. It's Armani Buckets. It's Brandon Deutsch. Adrian, you're in the studio.
0: KLUC, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, we're doing good. We're kind of excited as the NBA world invades Las Vegas here. Their new convention, NBA con will be able to get a sneak peek later on today. Plus... I get to go to a, what do they call the the screenings before the movie comes out oh, to see okay. the new Mission Impossible Tom Cruise movie. So an action-packed day lays ahead, but it starts here on the show. So yeah, that, that's my hello for today.
2: Like hey Adrian if you if you want to if you want to pay for my flight and my ticket to go to <laughs> Bunyama to One Binyama tomorrow let me know all right you, you might need to talk to Tom Cruise. uh maybe <laughs> he can hook that up uh
0: the funds won't work out this year but maybe next year my friend <laughs> Exactly Perhaps.
1: we are uh we are here on a Friday. Victor Wembanyama making his debut tonight at the NBA Summer League. By the way, tickets all sold out. Uh, this is this is definitely very much a Zion-like uh, debut tonight. Where um, listen, I think everyone's very excited to see Victor Wembanyama. I think everyone's very excited to see what he can do. And Adrian, if you remember last year, last October, when Victor Wembanyama was in Las Vegas and he was playing Scoot Henderson, the buzz around the town for that was tremendous. I saw him walking through Park MGM. I've never seen anyone that size. I mean, who, who looked like him? He's, he's a, you cannot miss him, by the way. You cannot miss Victor Wembanyama when he's walking through the, uh, c- the casino floor or the hotel.
0: No, hundred percent. Like, look, just for the G League Ignite, for example. So they play in a new building. It, it's been less than a year. Basically, the game that the G League Ignite had against one Banyama uh, and, and Mets ninety two, if I believe that's the, the team he was on, that was kind of their first big event to open up that that the the arena. And yeah. going to the to the media day and the preview and some of the practices, like the local media here in Las Vegas, and then Henderson was there. There was a couple. They were not expecting the amount of they basically had to tarp off a section that would have been tickets for the media because of the access of media. They had to put them on the floor in the press box over here, over there. And rightfully, rightfully so, because the hype's real. Like, and by the way, the hype's not only real for one, but to Brandon's point, because I know he's a brick proponent of him. Scoot Henderson as well. Like these dudes yeah are going to be the future of the league. And it's that same energy. It's that same Zion energy. When he dunks, there's going to be an earthquake like there was back in back with Zion. And you brought up the earthquake uh, on a previous show earlier this week. But, yeah, no, it, it's exciting stuff. And it's it's a very cool thing. Um, that I am very excited for, and while you guys talk, I'm going to go to StubHub and TixPix mm-hmm. and all these places to see how much a ticket to get into the building because I believe last I checked earlier in the week it was over six hundred dollars. No $600. way!
2: So right, I'll getting- check on that no. while you guys talk about this. <laughs> it was two hundred dollars yesterday.
3: To so get we'll to see, see. Wembenyama
2: tomorrow? I mean today? It, it, I thought it was yeah. two hundred dollars. You could check, but something I'll add is, of course, why does he have to play? Brandon Miller instead of Scoot Henderson in his first game, the back-to-back seven-plus fouls guy. I mean, <laughs> perhaps he'll get ten fouls going against Victor Wembanyama
3: tonight. Who knows? Our running buckets? Are you excited? I am very excited. Um, I just I like the whole aspect of seeing all of the first-round picks a few times. Obviously, the Victor stuff. Um, Scoot is going to be electric. How about the Thompson twins? I'm really yeah. excited to see how they do, um, given the fact that, especially with Houston making those big free agent moves like Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, even Jock Landale, I want to see how uh, Amen Thompson looks on day one, because if he's ready, it makes it a little bit more awkward in, in Houston, I think, with Fred Van Vliet coming in to play point guard. But I'm, I'm fascinated by, by the whole weekend, the first weekend of summer league.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's
3: not only the NBA Summer League, UFC
1: International Fight Week, descending upon Las, Be- Las Vegas. Big fight weekend, not the big superstar fight. And again, no no knock on the um, headliner. But typically speaking, this was a fight that they would have loved to have gotten, you know, John Jones or, you know, Conor McGregor or, or someone like that. But still... Big weekend here in Las Vegas, and we touched on this on the show yesterday. Tomorrow, on Saturday, the NBA will announce specifics, although, of course, it got leaked out. Wojbomb. Um, okay. the specific of the in season tournament, and to Adrian's point, this is this once again serves his point Las Vegas becoming the uh, sports capital of the world, of course, the championship game is here in Las Vegas, and if I can paint this picture for you guys, first week of December, and Brandon will appreciate this as a fellow Trojan. Yeah, the Pac-12 football championship game. Hopefully, Caleb Williams and USC will, will be there. The next day, Brody James and USC basketball will be at T-Mobile playing Gonzaga. And a couple of days after that, we'll see if LeBron James and the Lakers are playing in this uh, the in season tournament. So, again, on on Saturday, we're going to find out the specifics, um, who's going to be playing, like, you know, like how they choose the teams. And we're going to look at this trophy. Um, we touched on this yesterday. If you're the Lakers and you win this thing, I think Laker fans would embrace any trophy that they got, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think that they're going to poop. They better. Pool. But to Brandon's point, and I don't think he's wrong, like, I don't think they're hanging up a. A in-season tournament banner. I don't think they're proudly displaying this tournament along with the, the the other championships that they've won. Brandon, I'll let you chime in in a bit, but but Armani buckets in-season tournament. Not only is it going to happen, but tomorrow the league is going to give us specifics, and we're finally going to see what the trophy looks like.
3: I'm not a fan. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to this sport, but I will say I was not a fan of the playing tournament, and I love the playing tournament. So there's always room to, to see how it goes, and I just hope that there is still um, some leeway. If, let's say, five years down the line, we don't like it, I hope we're able to have that discussion in the future because it seems like Adam Silver is really adamant about making this a permanent fixture in the league How do we weigh a real season championship compared to an in-season tournament? I don't know. It just skews how I guess we view history, but I'm excited for the first one. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm just going in saying that I'm not really optimistic about guys competing for prize money and stuff like that, but let's go in open-minded.
0: But what, what type of stipulation, because Brandon talked about it, it, it was basically like what type of prize outside of the money, because that doesn't go into any of ours or the fans is, is pocketbooks. What type of thing would get you intrigued? Are we talking? You are now, if if this tournament is, is skewed for the lower end of the, the league, the bottom half, if it's, Hey, you're guaranteed the top eight, you're guaranteed to play in regardless, like what, what would get you energized to be like, Oh, there's stakes involved now. I, I
3: love, love you, the question.
0: Let me Let me put this in there, and I, I
1: think there would be a lot of pushback in there, but Brandon remembers this. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game, nobody cared. Yeah. They put home field advantage. Now, they no longer do that. However, however, if you say the in-season tournament champion, you get this trophy, you get all this. Plus, depending on how far you go, you will get home court advantage. That is your – that is your – trophy you know like outside of the the actual physical trophy that they get your trophy for as long as you're in the postseason you have home court advantage tell me what you guys oh as
3: long as as long as you're in the postseason not just the first round
1: well because listen if they get knocked out they get knocked out but as the in-season tournament champions their prize outside of the trophy is home court advantage for as long
3: as they are in the postseason so now we're talking. Now okay. I'm intrigued because that's a real that's a real yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. If yeah. you said first round, but to answer um, the earlier question, I would say that I don't think there's any real way to get I mean, I'm going to watch basketball regardless, right? It's not going to change how how I consume the sport. But if I'm a casual fan, the in-season tournament's not really going to do it for me, I don't think. And the other thing that kind of scares me because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, teams like the Bulls that are in the middle, mediocre, their ownership will justify them staying mediocre by competing harder in these kinds of events. Events that, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, do they really matter? It's, I guess it's up for debate, but I do like the home court advantage idea. I think that that, that shifts my perspective a lot. You Lovely. think ownership would yeah. be
0: would be complacent or, or think it's cool that like, hey, we were runners we lost in the finals of the in-season the tournament. You think that's like a the
3: fundamental Bulls. like end of season like press conference note? For, for certain organizations, like my unfortunately crappy organization, they were celebrating almost beating Miami in the play-in game. So I, I think... They made the finals, though. That's something to hold
0: your head on. if you're not a contender. Like, you got to win your... You got to pick and choose, you know what I'm saying? That's a good...
3: That's a positive thing that at least you lost to the team that made the finals. It's not nothing. I, it is not nothing. I just feel like teams like the Wizards, the Bulls, the... Uh, maybe even like a Dallas, Portland, they're going to use this as a way to kind of stay in that middle. Because at the end of the day, if you're not competing for a championship, which I feel like if you're around 500, you're not, I don't know. What do you think, Arash? Do you you think that it it breeds mediocrity?
1: I don't think so. I I think, listen, what Silver has talked about time and time again, and I don't know how many of you guys are like big time soccer fans, There's multiple tournaments going on in soccer in the English Premier League. You have the FA Cup, which is, you know, the the, uh, tournament that they have in London and in England, you have the actual Premier League and you have the Champions League. So you have these three tournaments. Um, I I think that teams will, if you give them an incentive, Brandon, your thoughts on my home court advantage. If, If you win the tournament,
2: you get home court throughout the playoffs. I, that's a big ripple effect, too. I mean, yeah. I, you got to think about this, too. What happens if you win the in season tournament and you end up being like a 10 seed and you, then you have home yeah. court advantage, you know, and stuff like that? Like, you're not that good of a team, but you have some extra effort because you're like, this is an in season tournament. We're healthy. LeBron and Anthony Davis are still hurt. Jokic is coming off of an excellent postseason. Like, if that were to obviously it wouldn't be implemented this year, but I'm saying for future years, I feel like. That's a little too much uh, for stakes, in my opinion. Uh, I will say this, though. I feel like if you win the in-season tournament, right, uh, you should be guaranteed a play-in spot. I think that would be the incentive that I brought up yesterday. I think that would be important.
1: But do we think a bad team... I think, generally speaking a good team's going to win this tournament unless we, again, Yeah, these are well, regular season games. So
0: yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the big know. question. That's in. Yeah. Yeah. Brand. Well, that's the big question. Cause we're, we're, we're kind of arguing without having all the information, meaning we don't know if this is going to be something geared towards the top teams. I've been under the assumption. And we talked about this yesterday that this is going to be geared towards the, the lottery teams. We'll put it that way, because to me, That's that's what makes sense and I and I'll ask mr. Buckets over here a good question because you did bring up your Bulls fan and one of the things that I said yesterday the Brandon was is If I'm a Thunder fan if I'm a Blazers fan uh, Hornets whatever team that that is in this lottery in the top 10 in the draft like Every team has one day where they get excited opening night opening day and then the rest of the season happens and you're like Not this year But for two weeks for one week, whatever the format, however long this tournament and these semifinals and finals is going to be if your team makes a run for those two weeks, at least you have that fan base in that city engaged for two weeks that you wouldn't have had it because your team stinks and there's no reason to spend that much effort as a Bulls fan which the team's been struggling um, and, and of course they made the And Like, does that proponent of like, Oh snap, my team's getting uh, Ernie Johnson and the TNT crew covering that they wouldn't typically do. Like, does that get you excited?
3: I love. Okay. So it, for me, Chicago is a bigger market. So for, for the bulls, I would hope that they're competing for a championship, but I love the point that you made about maybe like a Charlotte or, you know, Orlando to get that, we were talking about last year how the kings had no national tv games i think or one national tv game leading up to the playoffs so for a team like that to get that kind of exposure i love it i don't want to lump the bulls into that category because i would hope that chicago as a bigger market could be competitive for a championship um but yeah i i understand what you're saying and i do think that that's that's a residual benefit just, I already know with, with Jerry Reinsdorf, it's going to lead to, to more uh, <laughs> fake bravado and false confidence heading into the future. But, I mean, look at, I don't want to get too off track with the Bulls, but they make the play-in tournament, they run things back. That's just, thats <laughs> kind, the bar is very low. So well, hey, 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 hold on, hold on.
2: They almost defeated the Eastern Conference yeah, champions. They were literally 30 it. seconds away, okay? Well, what does and that the problem mean? is, they if they far? had, they could have? You never we know. We don't know. And if you win How this exactly in-season other-
0: tournament, if you win this in-season tournament, maybe you unlock some things, you find out that your team's not afraid of the bright lights, and
2: your team makes a run, some- and then
0: next year they're a contender. Yeah. There and there something else we points. need to
2: note, Two things. First thing, Zach Levine. every year he's improving, right? Like he's he's like an offensive superstar now. <laughs> oh, I mean, suck. I know you're laughing, but like he's imp- he like can take over games whenever he wants. I know DeRozan's getting older. Vucevic can't play a lick of defense. But you got Patrick Williams, who's a good defender, can guard the opposing team's best player. You got Kobe White saying, is it enough to win a championship? No, but like, what's the alternative? You already traded all your picks, which turned out to be Franz Wagner and a couple other talented young players to the Magic. I guess the second one would be now, who, who would be the second one? Who would they pick this year with the 11th overall pick? Oh my Not Anthony God. Black. It would be the other one. Who would they pick we at eleven? get the 11th. Oh, you're talking about Orlando, Jed Howard. Okay, so you basically traded Wendell Carter Jr. for and Laurie Markinen for nothing and then also gave up Franz Wagner and Jet Howard. So now if you rebuild, what's the point? And you'd well, be good if Lonzo was healthy. It's just a problem that he's never gonna yeah. be able to play
3: basketball. But again. if we win the in-season tournament, everything is fixed. This is yes. kind of the, the oh, this is the conundrum that we're <laughs> in, is because I look at that and I, I think of it as a Bulls fan <laughs> as not being enough, but I understand where you guys are coming from as you know it's more than nothing so it does it it would get certain fan bases excited for sure I just, I'm, too, let me, I'm too, let me no. change
0: the tone of this bulls podcast for a second. <laughs>
3: it would make Oklahoma city so excited
0: if oh, yeah. they ended up winning this. So like, I, I, we'll have to see. Cause at the end they of the might day, have like a, I said, they might have a parade, Adrian, like if, if like Minnesota,
1: look, Minnesota, yeah. Hey, Minnesota remember, goes, re- re- remember when Pat Bev celebrated the play in victory over the Clippers, remember? Like he was on the scores table. It was, crazy. uh, it was crazy. So listen, for certain teams, this will mean a ton. For certain teams, this will be their championship. This will be their moment. There are certain teams, obviously, that would proudly display that in-season, in-season tournament championship banner, trophy, really play it up. Of course, if you're the Lakers, if you're the Bulls, if you're the if you're, you know, a signature franchise, um, no. But yeah, I think to your guys' point, this could be a tournament that if you're not that good, that if you're maybe trying to get into that play-in tournament,
0: this is your championship. Yeah. And just to yeah. bring this back um, to a team that might be in this tournament, if this is lower-ended teams, the Spurs, Webanyama, another yeah. reason to give him credit. Right? Um, to get in tonight, later, we are hours away. General <sighs> admission, to Brandon's point, is going around $200. Upper deck at Thomas and Mac 400, but once Ooh. you start getting into the 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 good seats, I'm talking the 105s, 106s, 107s. Oh. Um, you got a 105 going on sale right now for 800. Uh, the most expensive ticket right now, right behind the Spurs bench, going for 1400 plus wow.
3: bucks. Gucci Row, Gucci Row. Have they given like a um? minutes limit for Victor or have they not said anything about Victor's minutes? Is he playing? He is playing.
1: I I don't think that they've come out publicly unless uh, I'll have to check. I I don't think that they've said, um, you know, He's he's limited to a certain amount. But the reason, Adrian, is you know this quite well, the reason that they can charge and they should charge that much for these particular games is it will be a who's who court site. And during this first weekend of the tournament, it is really a who's who. This will be our first time, and I totally expect to see him at some point because he is, Adrian, he is going to be Mr. Las Vegas. He has said specifically, LeBron James has said, I want to own the Las Vegas NBA team. I don't just want to own sub-NBA team. I want to own Vegas' team. So the, we are going to see LeBron courtside at some point. We are going to see him uh, catch up with some of his new teammates for the first time. Again, this happens every year. So if you are trying to save up for a game, well, shoot. Like I would definitely save up to be, to be as close as I possibly can to those courtside seats because you're going to see LeBron there. there. You're going to see... Uh, you know, Dwayne Wade and Anthony Davis, just a a who's who. So it's going to be a a fun
2: time. Steve Um, Card. Yeah. (laughs) the legend. What about Norm? Is Norm coming? Zach Lowe just walking around? Zach
1: Lowe might be just walking around. Yeah, listen, it's going to be a fun time, but I'll tell you who will be there. I'll be there and Adrian Hernandez will be there. And uh, Mark Mark Medina. Mark Medina, the sporting Tribune is making the uh, Oh, trip I out need to here, talk so. to him. I do need so to talk need, to him. I need to yeah. talk to
0: Brandon. You guys represent okay. this this Lakers propaganda. We will well, well, yeah, okay. About so this.
1: listen, when we come back, we will when we come back, we will talk about the Lakers propaganda, as you say. And we have so much to get into. When we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 of the California, the bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
0: This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.